Before we get started, I want to share some information about organic superfoods. If you're feeling like you need a boost in your nutrition, check out the link below. We have a wide variety of supplements and products which are the most nutrient-dense on the market. If you're looking for products where results matter, look no further than here. And the best part is, if you see something you like, I'm offering you the chance to get a great discount with my personal code. All you have to do is shoot me a message on any of my platforms which are linked in my Hoobie below. Thank you. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Ascension Show. Uh, today, I've got Jackson with me, good friend of mine. I recently met on the internet through our community tribe. Jackson, you want to give us a short introduction about yourself? Yeah, so I am a student at the University of Alabama. Uh, I study uh, creative media, which is basically just like a videography, film type photography degree. And I have a business management minor attached to that. So uh, that's currently what I do. And like Steven said, we're in uh, the tribe community together, which is uh, a great community, I feel like. Um, I've had a great experience with it so far, even only just being in it for like two, three months. Uh, I know Steven said he's had a great experience as well so far in it. The, uh, the course mindset design um, that comes with it is, I think, the most beneficial part about it, as well as meeting other like-minded guys too. Yeah, you get two for one for sure. And um, yeah. I really I really am glad that I made that decision. Um, but I'm also a student. I, uh, I study Spanish at UNCW. So I think it's interesting that we both kind of went with routes with like studying majors that aren't necessarily considered like status quo or, or normal like business or finance or engineering or something like that um you know spanish you know it's not too bad um you know my homework is like watching movies in spanish and writing about it my one of my roommates come in from their econ classes like oh i want to kill myself while i'm watching that movie um so i kind of enjoy it i'm assuming that uh you know your film stuff is in the same ballpark there yeah, a lot of my assignments involve uh, watching movies or documentaries and then writing and critiquing, talking about the direction and whatnot. And all my roommates are, you know, doing the engineering and they're like, oh, I have this stupid ass test tomorrow. I don't know how I'm going to do. Oh, like this teacher doesn't even teach. Like, I don't even know. Like, oh, the lab was so hard, oh, now the test, oh, oh. But it's like, most people don't even like use the degree they went to school for in their job after college. So might as well do something that like interests you at that point. Yeah, something that's interesting rather than just, you know, what what everybody else is doing, what your parents say that you should do or, you know, this and that. And, and people, I think the reason people are like, you know, they're not, not that they're depressed, but that they're not feeling motivated is because they're not doing something that actually interests them. I would be bored out of my mind in the business class. And I'd like flip through the business textbook and it doesn't even look like, it doesn't seem applicable at all. It's it's just like, it was like a math equation. I turned the page on a math equation. And I was like, what does this have to do with the business? And obviously I'm just assuming, but but it just, you know, it doesn't make sense. And And how are you supposed to learn all about a business in a classroom? Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I had a lawn business in high school and I feel like I learned a lot about, you know, keep running a business, how you should, you know, treat your customers. If you're, if you're hiring somebody, how you should treat someone you hire, like what goes into the business financial wise. And I just feel like you can't get that kind of experience when you're just sitting in a classroom being lectured about business. Yeah, I, I, uh, I agree. I took some business classes in high school as well. And those were more. I guess applicable because it was like just like basic business stuff which like everybody should know but then here the majority of my business classes or or the ones that I have already taken are more like what you said like repetitive in the sense that they're still teaching the basic stuff 
but also when you get into higher level stuff, it's not like it's more of just like how to like treat people or like hire people, like you said, and like not really how to like start and grow a business or how to scale. It's more just like talking points about business, if that makes sense. Yeah. And it seems like they kind of teach you how to be an employee instead of like yeah. to be the entrepreneur, how to be a business owner, which is something that kind of rubs me the wrong way. Um, yeah. So they haven't sat in on a class like you, but that's kind of what it appears to me. Yeah. Um, definitely for sure more employee oriented in their teaching. Um, I will say like, uh, I think it was microeconomics that I took last semester. That was actually interesting because it actually like that professor actually, I think it also depends on the professor, but th that professor actually talked in depth about like the market and like actual economics to where like you have a, I came out with a better understanding of like the economy and better than what I had an understanding of. Yeah. Um, and then this semester I'm in a management class and that class is like you said just like employee it's like he's like talking about how to be basically like how to treat the people you work with which I feel like should be common sense like yeah. <laughs> you know and then uh, also like how to like manage like those people but like to me it's going about it more of like how to be like a manager at like a McDonald's or something like that's all oh, you pay all that money to learn how to be a manager at McDonald's exactly uh, yeah I I do get what you mean about the professor it it plays a huge deal even even with anything the teacher the the mentor plays a big deal in how the student will learn um like I had a professor in a Spanish class and she just, uh, people like her, but I, I didn't, you know, necessarily uh, something I didn't connect with her the way other students did. So I didn't get out as much as I could have gotten with the class. And, you know, I, I really like learning Spanish. I really like learning the language. I think if you have an opportunity to learn a second language, you should 100% take it because it is so useful for, you know, like job purposes and also connecting with, with different people and, and just for your brain too but you know i i wasn't able to obviously it comes down to like it's my fault too but at a certain point you know she could have been more helpful she could have helped me out a bit more um and the way she structured the class was really weird um so that also plays a part but but uh overall i've had a good experience with just the spanish major because people people are like oh you're taking spanish major and it's just spanish classes and and the higher up you get into it, the more the professors want to teach because it's more engaged students, students know more. Um, but I feel like that goes with everything. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, it's kind of like uh, my camera focus classes where like we actually like go in and like use cameras and like learn how like to like use the cameras properly in the sense of like what shots are better for specific lighting or just things like that and like the teachers in those classes like the especially like the more higher up you go are more willing to like help you outside of class and in class and like help you get like all the information that like you need like even some professors that aren't um in those camera work classes uh, they will like if you go up and ask them about like anything even like if you are looking for an internship they'll like hook you up with like somebody to talk to you about getting you one so yeah if you if you're choosing a more a less saturated major like your film major or like a spanish major there's way less students in there so you'll get a lot more personal connection with the professors and the students um what i was what i've noticed um and i'm actually i've actually come to not necessarily enjoy the college experience, but I'm, I think I'm definitely going to get more out of it before 
I would say like last semester, I had a bit of a sophomore slump and I was like, oh, fuck this shit. Like, I'm just wasting my time here, spending all this time where I could be building a business or making money and yada, yada. And I kind of thought about it. I had some conversations with my parents and then I kind of like reframed it. And I was like, well, first of all, they're paying for it. So I'm kind of, I'm, you know, I'm not losing money. And I also have, I'm learning a language, you know, as my major. I get to have opportunities to study abroad, which I'm, you know, taking action on. And then I have a buffer on life. Like life necessarily isn't like quote unquote real for me yet. I don't have bills to pay. I don't have to work a job. I don't have to work a job if I didn't want to. And so I have this time period where I can focus a lot on myself and any money that I do make with a job, I can reinvest into myself because I don't necessarily have to make money yet. And this reframe has been huge for me because now, you know, I can start a business. I can, you know, train jujitsu and not worry about other stuff. I can, you know, invest in myself and spend this time and prepare myself for when I do get out of school, I already have a platform of, of where I, you know, could be. I don't know if you feel the same way. No, yeah, I definitely had a similar experience um, right around like November. Me too. Uh, yeah, it was, I was very much like drained and like tired of school. And it was like, I like, I didn't even, I was like, I don't, didn't even want to come to college. Like, I'm just here for like my parents. Like, I could be doing like the camera stuff outside of school and making money while doing it. And then I was just like, I kind of just like reflected over like all of December. Yep. Like we, I didn't have school. And so I was just like, you know, I, I can just get the degree. Like, like you said, I'm on half scholarship. The other half is my parents. And so I'm just like, I can get the degree. I can just, and you learn as much as I can and just take that into whatever route I want to go with my camera work or whatever. If I want to start a business with it, if I want to start a completely separate business, whatever. And then, like you said, I can use the money that I do have for the money. If I want to have a job to then reinvest in myself, which is what I did with try and learning and connecting with all these other people. And then like, you said you got the study abroad opportunities. I have, I can do that if I want to. I can do other things. It's just like, so it's just like, I'll just enjoy while I'm here, you know, be in the present. Yes. It's like, it is, a lot of it is being present um, because, you know, you're in your head, you're thinking about all the things that you could be doing if you weren't in school. But I do like, you know, realistically, you're here, you're in school. And like, I think it's great to reframe it because then you can make the most out of it because if you didn't reframe it, then you just drag along and just, you wouldn't make the most, you wouldn't make more of it than you could have if you actually reframed it and, you know, optimize your circumstance. And I was in that position last, so now it's right now April. So I was in that position in November because I was in class every day. And so I was just, you know, I was in class, I was taking this, a couple boring classes that I just didn't want to do. And it just like, you know, I, I was burnt out and, you know, that was just my reaction. I think it's a normal reaction, but, you know, like you said, I had time to reflect on it in December when I was back home, I had no school. I just thought about it and thought about it. And I had all this time and I, you know, I had, a, I actually have a good schedule this semester. I'm in person with my classes Tuesdays and Thursdays and on Tuesdays only have one class. So it's actually pretty nice because I have all this time and it's just, I have all this time to do what I want and is more valuable than money because you'll never get time back. And that's something that I've had to teach myself is that you're, this time is so important, especially now because we're so young, people say, okay, well you can spend your twenties having fun and like getting drunk and going to parties and, and just doing school and whatnot. And then life gets real. But if you're able to, you know, optimize your circumstance and utilize this time, then you can have that extended period of freedom, you know, for your whole life, if you do it right. Exactly. It's that, it's the delayed gratification, you know, mm. if you put in the work now, 
and like you're able to like just hold off like going to parties or whatnot when you do go to those parties later to like clubs that are like way nicer than the shitty little hometown bar or whatever with like better girls and whatever like it'll feel and you actually have money to like blow there then it'll feel a lot better than just like getting fucked up in your college bar yeah or sometimes not even the bar just the apartments with a few people (laughs) like there's dip there's it's so different if you if you think about it like i could be partying in tulum you know if i just put in the work now and that that's you know that's what i think about now is just you know putting in the work now and sometimes it is hard because you are surrounded by people in college that are not focused on delayed gratification it's very instant gratification yes Um, especially so like that was one of the things with tribe it was like you know i love my friends i love my roommates um and whatnot like we have fun together and we hang out but at the same time, it's like, I just, I need something more. I need to be, I also need to have friends that are, that want the same thing as me because it gets lonely. And sometimes you, you take one step forward then you take two steps back yeah. and you're just trying to focus on your vision. Um, so it's nice to have a balance too. It is for sure. Like that, like you said, joining tribe, like, you know, my roommates and friends like here at school, like, yeah, I like hanging out with them. Like they're good people. They're fun they're nice but like you know it's like very much we're in college and they know they're in college so they're gonna be college kids and they're gonna do college things and like while that is fun and cool like I kind of like got over that pretty quick I was just like you know it's, it's fun but like it's the same shit every weekend get drunk at the apartment leave go get drunk somewhere else come back at like three in the morning maybe smoke some weed if that's your prerogative and then you know after that go to bed at like six in the morning and then you're absolutely depleted for the rest of the weekend into like tuesday yeah yeah, and it's, I think that's become sort of normalized, just this this party culture and, and instant gratification, especially in college. Like, you're putting all these young people who have not developed their decision-making part of their brain yet. I think it's the frontal lobe where that's yeah. still developing. And not only is it still developing, but we're also destroying it by drinking alcohol and smoking weed before it's fully <laughs> developed. And, and, you know, we're also in the sexual prime. And we're just living in buildings, co-ed buildings. And so there's so much going on. Why are also taking school classes? And so then there's so much going on. And then that you only focus on having fun because you want to like, you know, you're taking, you're doing school, but you also want to have fun because you're off on your own way from your parents first time in your sexual prime, you know? And, yeah. and so there's just so much going into it. Um, and it's so easy to get caught up into it. Yeah, I think a lot of that also, like, especially, like, for our generation, after being cooped up with lockdowns for two years, and then immediately going into college, everyone's like, oh, like, we're free, like, we're out of prison, we can, like, go do whatever the fuck we want to do, and, like, like, I know my freshman year here, like, pretty much every single freshman like went off the rails and then like <laughs> That's how it is and, here. yeah and like include like i can't like be like oh i'm, I'm such a saint like yeah i partake partook in that a little bit but like the cult like like you said our culture has been so i don't know whether it's like the media and movies and tv and i think a lot of it is like the music people listen to like rap is like such like a big thing now and like that's like all people listen to really and I don't know I think it's got I think you can see its influence for sure yeah if you if you just listen to the lyrics and rap music 
um you know some some rap music is is great if you want to like you know get hyped up or whatever but if you're just listening to it for the most part in general like rap music you know money cars and clothes and hoes and you know it's talking about all this material stuff and like sex and drugs and murder and and you're also listening to that but if you listen to the like beat of the music it's not music it's not like a, a guitar or something it's just frequencies that they're sending you yeah and that is actively clogging your brain and your brain waves and lowering your own vibrational frequency and like once i found out about all that like i stopped listening to rap like completely yeah like i used to like i used to not like rap and like at like the beginning of high school and then like everybody was like listening to it and i was like okay well if everybody's listening to rap like it's got to be decent so like i started listening to it and then i was like oh it's not it's not bad and then i like really got in i feel like the more like you listen to it the more like yeah. you listen to it if that makes sense yeah like, the more you want to yeah and so like you know like that and it leads into like different areas of rap like some kind of like rock and roll where like there's more hardcore versions and like different styles and yeah it's all like the same umbrella and then like i don't know but they all share like the same message which is like concepts brainwashing in my opinion yeah yeah like little like little baby is different from drake but it's the same stuff (laughs) exactly no exactly and I also I also know what you mean about you know the media movies and whatnot, um, and, and what we what we watch not only what we listen to but what we're watching. And if you I was watching a movie with my grandpa one time. My grandpa it was P, like a PG thirteen movie. It wasn't anything crazy, and it was like some action movie or something, kind of like James Bond or whatever. Don't remember the movie, but then there was just there's just this sex scene, and I'm watching this movie with my grandfather, and I turned to him. I was like, Granddad. I don't know why we have to have sex in every single movie. And he, he said, I don't know. I can't tell you why we do that. And it's like, well, well, why do we have to have that in every, every movie? You can't watch a movie without there being like a sex scene for the most part. I, I Someone said this on a podcast one time. Um, Shout out to bricks in the wall podcast. He said, you can't even watch a movie without there being a gun in it. Yeah. Like it just, yeah. you know what, why? Yeah. Like I was, like like I was watching um, a movie last night, uh, like about a chef and like him wanting to like earn like his this next level title in like the chef world, and he was like addicted to drugs or like an alcoholic and like had to pay back his drug dealer uh, from like a different city because he owed so much money and drug money that he never paid back and it was like why does everybody have to be like addicted to drugs or like an alcoholic now like yeah it's and there's alcohol in every movie too why yeah you know what i mean it's just it's just why do they have to put these things into into the movies and especially we have a big young population like there's more young people than there are old people it's just a thing and young people are watching this and they think that it's okay and it just becomes normalized. Like it just becomes a part of culture. Like, you, like it's okay. Like, oh, I'm gonna send this video to my to my dad. When we're drinking. Like I've done it too. Like, you know, like look at me, dad. I'm drinking. You know, and like it's just part of culture now. Yeah, I think, uh, like you said with the videos, I think people are just posting that those videos of them doing that and like drinking and then like smoking and then doing all these other party things and putting it out there on the internet for all their other friends to see and then it's like all that makes all their friends be like oh look this is what people do like this is what we should do like this is just how it is like we do this they do this like everybody does this when like and like even the kids that aren't doing that once they see that like posted they're like oh like I, why am I not doing that? Why am I am my life not cool? Like why am I not yeah. doing that? It's like all the cool people are 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 partying and the hot girls are at the parties and whatnot. So then you're like, okay, well I should go to the parties. 
Right. And exactly. Then, you know, and then you get you trying to rush our frat, bro. And you just get, you know, completely surrounded by that. You trying to rush our frat? Yeah. I I I I uh, I did not like those like I don't know. Frats I know a lot of kids in frats, but like it's just like not for me. Cause like every guy that I knew that went into a frat going into college, there's a reason they're called frat boys. It's because they all have the same exact personality. Like they're not allowed, they don't develop them like a personality for themselves. They just become the frat, if yes. that makes sense. Yeah, it's like all, you know, compel like, um, complying to that pendulum of just the, the frat and it's like you know you became this frat bro and like it's just not for me like at the time I was training jujitsu like you know sometimes twice a day and I you know my friends were rushing and like what so I went to parties with them but you know they're you know I got the questions oh you want to rush our frat and I'm like nah man I'm trying to train jujitsu bro and you know like I'm really glad that I didn't um because they're more or less same type of guys and you you spend a lot of time like focused on the frat so you know you're you're doing the parties you're doing the boat weekends um and you have all this stuff going on and I feel like that would just kind of distract me from what I'm trying to do at least in the big picture um so that was you know that's my personal decision if you want to join a frat you want you like the brotherhood by all means do it um some people are like new new to the area they're looking for friends that's the best way to do it so it just for depends, sure. like, you know, it just depends on the person. Like if you're, if you are looking for friends and you're new, like I could see pull, but it's just, it just wasn't for me. And it seems like frats are a bigger deal at Alabama than UNCW. Oh, it like, I don't know what the statistic is, but it's like over 50% of the student body is a part of Creek life. So right. like, it like, it's even a harder for like girls if you're, because like, almost every single girl is in a sorority. So, like, if you're a girl and you're not in a sorority, it's very difficult um, to, like, make friends uh, because, you know, girls are very clicky and judgy and they're like, oh, you're not in a sorority? So they, like, automatically think something's wrong with you. And it's when it could just be, like, because, like, they're, they're not cheap at all. So, like, it could just be, like, she didn't have the money to pay for it, like, which is completely fine. Like, but yeah, if you want to be in Greek life, you want to be in a frat, like go for it by all means. Like it's fun. Like you're guaranteed to have like 200 plus friends. You're guaranteed to be set up with a girl because they do that. Like, and then you're guaranteed to have a party to go to every single weekend. So if you want something to do and you want a good social life, go for it. Yeah, the frats are are not two hundred plus here. <laughs> um, yeah, but you know it's Alabama, and then UNCW is like a smaller school. The big pull at UNCW is the beach, um, beach life, um, which you know is really nice. But um, yeah, the frats aren't that big. Um, my roommate is in a frat. I think he likes it, but I've talked to another friend of mine from my hometown. He's in a frat, and like they, he just tells me a little bit. He's like, oh, I was like so stressed out, and blah blah. And I was like, so would you be okay if, like, the frat just dissipated? He, he said, yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> um, yeah. I so, think, so. Uh, yeah, like, my my girlfriend, she's in a sorority, and she's like, if we didn't have, like, the parties, like, once a month that the sororities throw, then, like, I would just, like, drop the sorority and not even be in one. I was like, is it okay fine i understand but like you're kind of like wasting a little money but yeah, yeah. it is what it, it is. is what it is exactly. yeah it is something i noticed too is like when you're involved in like the party culture and the drinking culture the quality like if you're looking for like girlfriend the quality of girls is not the same as the girls who like don't party and so that becomes its own thing because the overwhelming majority of girls like to go to these events and be social and intermingle with the dudes. 
And so then it makes it hard for somebody who's not involved to like find a mate. Yeah. I don't know. For how you... sure. <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, that's extremely accurate. Um, Cause here, like the only girls that like, I would say don't go out and party on a regular basis are the girls that like, are like old like this so like the seniors or like the girls that are like just headstrong into their studies and so the rest of the girls go out and most of the people in the bars at the parties are girls and it's like they're all getting most of them anyway I wouldn't say all of them but a good majority of them are all getting just intoxicated to the point where like they make themselves unattractive like they were are like yes they're attractive because like they they're attractive but like the second like they step into that bar wearing nothing but like a cloth around over their chest and their uh, bottom it's like okay like you have no standards for yourself anymore yeah and I, I noticed that too I, I've seen I've seen videos of girls and guys just being completely drunk where they have to be carried back to their like dorm or whatever and I, I saw this video of this girl one time being carried into her dorm by like some dudes and I was like like if these dudes had something wrong with them, she would be in a lot of trouble. And that's kind of like, like what, like, you know, I, I wish some people would think about that kind of situation. You know, I, I really hope that those were her friends and that they actually meant well, and I'm, I'm sure they did, but you know, on the off case that something, the guy's got something messed up with him in the head and he sees a girl that is so blacked out, someone's got to carry her home. That becomes, you know, a very risky situation yes and a lot of dudes a lot of dudes at you know these kinds of social events like parties and at the bars yeah they're looking to have fun with the boys but what do they really want they want to pick up the girl that they can take home exactly and a lot of the time the the girl will go home with them anyway honestly they're because yeah. they're also there to find a hot cute looking frat boy to go home and sleep with yeah yeah, it's like, yeah if you're if you are in a frat and you are looking for that like you're you're gonna you're gonna find it and so it is kind of a cheat code if that's what you want but it's not you know if you're looking for some quality then you know it's it's kind of hard but at the same time i get the pull like you know we're like we're young like let's go and be social at the bars and like you know person that's not for me or maybe once in a while um, but, you know, I hope that with time, you know, maybe I can find on the beach. That's probably a good one. Yeah. Or, or one in, in class. I was class. Or at the gym, at the, the gym. gym, dude, it's hard at the gym, man. The, the things that the, some of the things that the ladies wear, man, like at this point, it should, there should be ladies gym and there should be guys gym because, because you can't, it, you can't even look straight and, and then you have to, oh God, I gotta put my head back down. Like, or yeah. else I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's like, ugh. they just, it's like everything, like, they wear now is, like, so sexualized. And, like, I don't, I don't understand, like, why it has to be that way. Like, half the countries around the world, like, would never allow that shit. So, like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand where, like, I don't know. I don't understand where it comes from either. I don't think the girls wear it to like, like, uh, I think they, I feel like they kind of wear it to like, it's almost like a girl thing. Like I have a bigger ass than you or something like that. And like, they, and they also dig that the attention from the dudes. Like I, I know damn well, like if I was a girl and I had all the eyes on me, like I would feel good. I'd be like, hell yeah, I'm going to the gym every day. Yeah. That's a good point. Like, I guess it's similar to like the dude wearing like the muscle shirt or like yeah. the cutoff. 
Like, I was going to say that. Like, me and my roommate had this conversation literally, like, two days ago. I was like, dude, like, why are the girls wearing this stuff that they wear at the gym? Like, I can, like, are you even wearing underwear under that, like, girl? Like, like you know what I'm saying? And and then he said he said that same point. Like, it's the same thing with the dudes who wear the muscle shirts and, and the short shorts so they can show off his biceps and his quads. But for the most part, I think girls do that more. Um, And, yeah, it, it, approaching a girl at a gym, you know, on those circumstances – might come off a little weird because yeah. she's like she's like in the middle of you know finished with her set and she's just you know wearing the nike pros with the sports bra i'm like what's up girl I'm like this <laughs> is not wrong wrong environment yeah yeah i would definitely wait so like just like if you're gonna approach someone at the gym like that wait till like she's done working out or She's like on like a cardio machine or something, um, and even then, like, just like be careful because like a lot of girls now like will just be like, "Get the fuck away from me!" It's like <laughs> I'm not like I just want to say hi. Like, come yeah, on. I know, right? I know. Yeah, that I find that to be hard too. But you know, when I'm in the gym, I'm just kind of focused on myself. I feel like I would get a lot, like I would be a lot more focused if it was just a men's only gym. Like, could you imagine if it was like men's only gym, the amount of focusing that's going on? Um, at- yeah, there'd be there'd be a lot less conversations. I feel like happening in the gym, because like, besides like a dude with like his workout partner like lifting and like talking about like their sets and whatnot because like i feel because like gym's like very loud at least the one i go to is very loud and it's usually always like oh my god like girls like just like yapping like just focus yeah i um i've been going to the gym with one of uh, my jiu-jitsu bros and he's come back to school like he went to college served in the military then it's coming back to to you know get a different degree and he was telling me he's like 28 he was telling me there's a big difference in the gym like in the gym now than when he was lifting like in his first college years and whatnot he's saying like there's a lot more females in the gym than there were when he was you know usually before like the girls would just focus on cardio and and like you know that you wouldn't really you wouldn't really see them lifting but he said now it's like half it's like half girls and half guys yeah I think, honestly, I think that's a good thing, though, because, like, more people are, like, wanting to be healthy or whatever, whether it's to, like, have the fattest ass or whatnot, like, you're still being healthy, so, like, good for you, and I think that has to do a lot with, like, what happened during COVID when, like, all, like, the fitness, like, influencers and all that online fitness stuff started exploding people couldn't go to the gyms right so i and i think even still now like the fitness side of like tiktok and instagram and like youtube is like still like growing so yeah quick question what is the girl to guy ratio in alabama oh um i think it's around like 70 30 girls to guys it's around the same here. It's like 65, yeah. 35, 70, 30. Yeah. Um, so 70, 30, maybe a little more. That's a lot more than I thought. Yeah. Oh, no. Like, it's like it's mainly girls. Yeah. Yep. Same here. Beach babes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So- Southern Belle. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, um, I definitely know what you mean about the the tiktok and the instagram fitness stuff and like that's become a huge thing now and a lot of people are doing it and there's there's just an endless amount of people so it definitely opens the door and i feel like a lot of people in the younger generation like our age are becoming more and more health oriented i think i feel like that's become kind of like a trendy thing kind of yeah i think you know it's not a bad thing at all um which i think is good is something that came out i don't know where it came from but i think it's a good thing oh yeah i i definitely agree i think 
I think more people, because like, I would say probably 60% of the people that maybe a little more, 60% of the guys that I know around campus, they all work out. And so like, I'll see, I'll go into my Tuesday morning class, big, big lecture um, with like 200 people in it. And I'll see probably like 70% of the dudes in there, like I've seen at some point in the gym. And so it's like, and I, I think that's good. Cause like, I think people are starting to like recognize, and I think this came with COVID as well when like, it was mainly like the extremely unhealthy people and the unhealthy people that like really got sick and like died from COVID. And like the pe like the news wasn't like, and like the media wasn't telling you like, oh, like they weren't telling you like to be healthy and you'll be fine. So, so the alternate sources online were telling you to do that. And I think people trust those sources more than they do the media. And I think, like you said, it's become like a trendy thing. Oh, like I can get TikTok famous if I have a six pack of abs or like if I have like the biggest butt in the gym, like I could have a million followers like Summer Ray, like yeah. whatever. Yeah. And and that's that's the thing with like TikTok. It became trendy, but it's also like now you see this shift into people where we're so focused on on Instagram and TikTok and and whatnot. And so there's just a bunch of mindlessness that goes into it too. So at the same time, you know, people are trying to be healthy and focus on, on their self-improvement. But at the same time, we also see a bunch of girls shaking their ass on TikTok and a bunch of mindless meme content that people were just scroll on for hours. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, everywhere, like I walk around campus, like I try as much as I can to not just head down. Yeah. So I just usually just put my earbuds in and listen to like some music or mainly a podcast and I just walk. And then I'll just look around at the people, like my surroundings and like look at people walking and it's just, everybody's just. Yep. Head and down. like, even, even when I was in the airport, everyone was just, I was like, this is like, we're gonna evolve to like hunchback people. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I I saw this like concept of what a gamer will look like in the future, and he was like, more sh shoulders like hunched over, had a like nice little belly gone for him. I was like, this is where we go in America. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they I, had I, to lower lower the the standards for body fat for the military because more and more people are going in overweight. And so that they need numbers in the military. So what you know, what are they gonna do? Lower the body fat standards. Oh, that's well, that's America, you know. No. That's that's it's it's terrible because like if you go back to the seventies and look at pictures of people on the beach, like everybody is in really good shape and really good health. But you look at that now everybody's obese staring down at their phone with a bag of McDonald's in their hand. Uh, and it's like, I just, and it's just so encouraged. Yeah. Like we're, America is going to be like the people on those spaceships in Wally. We're going to, that's what we're going to, that's where we're going. Yeah. Except it's not going to be in space. It's just going to be a bunch of fat people floating around on chairs. Oh man, it's um, it's really it's a hard truth because, you know, you don't want that to be true, but it is, and, and you know, I think that's also why a lot of people are focusing on the health stuff. But it's at the same time, it's still like, what what percentage of Americans are obese? Over a third, right? over a third yeah i think i think it's over a third um it, I, it may be more than a third yeah that, that's not okay that no that's not okay and 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 it just like you know why why are people this way and it's like well, we have fake food and 
fake this, fake medicine, and and it's just become normalized. You know, fast food joints, you know, around every single corner, CVS and Walgreens on every single corner. Why why is that happening? Why do we let that happen? I think I think people get so comfortable in the comfort. It becomes, you know, America, we have all these awesome freedoms and, you know, we have the freedom to worship any religion that we want. We have the freedom to speech. We can own as many guns as we want. But at the same time, we also have the freedom to eat whatever we want, drink whatever we want, watch whatever we want. So people get comfortable in that and they let that comfort just, you know, get to the best of them. And, and this is what the result is. Yeah. And now, now you can you can even get all of that food whenever you want delivered straight to your house. You don't even have to leave your couch. You oh, just get it straight there. And it's like, oh, oh, like you're just incentivizing people to just sit on their couch now too. And like now you can just sit there for hours on end and just watch Netflix. Yeah, and with that thing with that was encouraged. You know, yeah. lockdowns. What what else? Are oh, you yeah. Get your, oh, yeah. get your free Netflix subscription with your COVID-19 booster. Get the fuck out of here. Go get, and then once, uh, once like the two weeks to slow the spread, once, uh, once they said, okay, you can come out of your house now, but you still have to wear your mask and you better get that third and fourth jab. You better get it. Yeah. And it's like, I just like, Anything like the government or the media tells me at this point is healthy for me. I'm just gonna be like, yeah, just okay, not awesome. not gonna be doing that. Yeah. You see that? You ever saw that list of foods that they they said was healthy? Carnivore Aurelius posted that, and it was like frosted mini weeds, and and they put like ground beef and butter below it and everything. And it was like, I looked at the list. I'm like, I'm like, what? What? In what world is this healthy for you? Yeah, like, they switched. They switched the food list. pyramid. Yeah, pull it up. They switched the food pyramid, like you said, with that. And they put the uh, Lucky Charms at the top. Like, Lucky Charms is banned in every single country except for the United States. Okay, here it is. So, so I, I'll, I'll read them all really quick because it's, it's, if you haven't heard it, you need to hear it. So, starting from the top, watermelon, tail, Frosted mini wheats, unsweetened almond milk, non-fat frozen yogurt, chocolate-covered almonds, orange juice with calcium, honey nut Cheerios, dates, sweet potato fries or chips, millet, millet. I don't know what that is. <laughs> okay, this one. This one's hilarious. Egg substitute, fried in vegetable oil, skinless chicken breast, Lucky Charms, whole wheat bread, canned pineapple juice or canned pineapple um, cubes, boiled or poached egg, whole milk. Almond M&Ms, non-fat mozzarella cheese, ice cream cone with nuts, whole egg fried in butter, and cheddar cheese, and last but not least, ground butter. It's cow farts, man. So if, if you're hearing that for the first time, the government definitely cares about your health. I just want to put that out there for everybody to understand. They want you to be the healthiest you can be. Yeah. That's you should be eating Lucky Charms and Frosted Mini Wheats. Okay, you'll get all of your food groups just from those two items. Okay, you'll get all the red dye, all the processed chemicals, all the phthalates, all the chloride and the fluoride that you need to maintain a healthy body and a healthy mind just from those two items. <laughs> Dude. God, dude. And I think the, the notion of, of having cereal as your first meal of the day is completely haywire. You're spiking your blood sugar by eating these the sugar grain at, at nine in the morning. Like, where, yeah. where did this idea of having wheats and sugar come, come from as your first meal of the day? It's like you're going to be bloated for the first half of your day because there's no fiber in it because they take out the fiber from the grain and that's why you're stuck with all the bad gluten and you're eating glyphosate sprayed wheat yeah and then on top of that like you said the sugar you get sugar if you like 
you're ingesting, you're starting people that eat okay, people that eat cereal for the first time every single day. Like that's your first meal every single day. You're just based on that amount of sugar you're getting per day to start your day, you're probably going to end up with cancer. Yeah, so the, on the nutrition facts label for Lucky Charms, one cup is the serving size. And in one cup of Lucky Charms, there's 12 grams of sugar. And I know damn well everybody's eating more than one cup of Lucky Charms for breakfast. One cup is like, oh, yeah. is like you know, yay big. Yeah. And those mar- those, you're, the marshmallows are, are synthetic. Like, that's not real food. Like, that's not like a real marshmallow. That's like process garbage yeah that's what they want to keep feeding you like even now with this this impossible meat bullcrap like if it says impossible meat it's really not meat on the package but it wants you to think that it's meat you probably shouldn't eat it yeah it's just this mixture of soy and seed oil um, and you know a couple other things it's just it's just if you're i can respect it if you're a vegan and you're eating raw foods whole foods stuff that has one ingredient i can respect it um yeah which i i i know people i'm friends with people who are are vegan and they eat like that and i respect it because yeah. you know you're, you're getting all the right foods and you're cooking it yourself but if you know if you're eating a plant based diet and you're going to like Trader Joe's and getting the frozen Trader Joe's vegan meals, getting the impossible, you know, impossible meat and the you know just eggs, that's the egg substitute. Like, that is not real food. No, you know you might as well you might as well just eat the McDonald's. <laughs> you might as well. Yeah, you might as well, and it's and it, the you know the McDonald's probably tastes better than that frozen Trader Joe's. It probably does. Yeah, I um, you know, one of the best things that I that I did in terms of diet was just cut out fast foods. Yeah, that uh, yeah, I did that. I've been doing that. I did that back during COVID, like once I started like working out during COVID, I was like, okay, like I don't need fast food. Like, there's nothing like nutritious to it. Then once I did that, like. I saw my health tremendously, like, yeah. improve. And I, so last year I was on, like, the student meal plan. And, you know, UNCW, care about your health, wear your mask, get your vaccine, but we're going to feed you shit food. So I was, you know, I was kind of left with that. Um, dining hall food and, like, Chick-fil-A, Panda Express, Subway, you know, I'm sure you're well that's, aware. That's the same thing we have in our student yeah, so, you know, I kind of had to deal with it, and it just got to a point, it got to a point last year where I, I like, absolutely, like, cut that off. I was like, I am not doing this anymore. So, a me- one meal a day would be a peanut butter and honey sandwich with, like, some fruit or whatever. Then another meal would be oatmeal, and then my last meal would be this this place on campus that's actually kind of kind of healthy. Um, it's like a normal restaurant. And so those were my three meals. Like I completely cut it off, even though I probably wasn't eating as much as I should. I I would like refuse to eat the dining hall food. I refuse to eat the fast food just because of the way that it was making me feel. I could totally tell a difference. Yeah. Luckily we have a Chipotle on campus. Oh, dude. That takes like the, that takes like the, the uh, college, like whatever, like credits we have, we call them like dining dollars. Oh, we call so, them like, your meals, Seahawk dollars or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and Bama Cash, I think that's what it is. And like, so we use, I just use it there. I used all of it there. And we also have like this fresh, like Mediterranean place. And I used it there too. Yeah. And so like, and honestly, if you're going to eat like fast food or something, Chipotle is not a bad option. I'm, I'm pretty sure recently that they said that they're actually using to more, they were moving to more, I think they called it sustainable oils um, because I saw this on Instagram maybe a month or two ago that they were moving, they're going to move to more healthy oils. And so I thought that was pretty based because um, I knew before 
if you like look on the bag, like if you look on the bag of chips, it has all like the ingredients that they use and one of them was canola oil. Um, but they made that, um, they, they said that, I don't know if they're following up with that or if that's like actually a thing, but I, that gave me hope. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm glad I don't eat their chips because canola oil is so bad for you. Yeah. But that, that is good. That is good that they're doing. And I actually, I got a buddy who, who had like something growing in his yard and it looked like a weed, but he let it grow. And it was actually the plant that they used for the for the canola oil and he told me about it i was like dude don't make canola oil and he was like and i think he is right like if you if you heat do the canola oil extraction process where you're like using a heat expeller and you're like you know doing all this crazy shit to it like industrial process then it's bad for you but if if you're if you're gonna go out of your way to make canola oil and like like a homemade style it that can't be bad for you you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's 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 a fair point. But that's at true. the same time, all the oils that go like that you get from like, like I work at my local food co-op. We have a we have a um kitchen. We we have some we have some like uh, um like avocado, extra virgin olive oil type saute mix. But for the most part, we're using soybean. Where some some chef likes soybean oil, and some other uses canola oil. And like we have a spray that we spray onto the pans, so like you know, put potatoes on and whatnot. That's vegetable oil. And so even at like a food co-op where food is supposed to be healthy, we're we're using that oil. And and like you know, I'm not in charge, but if I was in charge, that wouldn't be. Yeah, I I don't know. I've I've tried to stay away from all those oils. I I only use olive oil. Yeah. That's... I was using avocado oil for a little bit, but, you know, I was reading up on it and sometimes it can get tainted by vegetable oils and it depends what kind you get. I think the, uh, I can't remember the name. Um, I think it's like Good Foods or something like that. Um, they, they have a good olive oil um, or avocado oil, but for the most part I use, now I use beef tallow, EVOO, or yeah, extra virgin olive oil and coconut oil. I think coconut oil is really good to cook with if you're making something sweet, like sweet potatoes, or if you're making um, like a treat or something. And, you know, that has a great taste. And coconut oil is so versatile too. Okay. I've never, uh, I've I've seen people use coconut oil. I've, I've never used it, but I'd probably give it a try. Yeah, it's got lots of saturated fat. Um, but I, I, I've also like been using lots of butter too. Um, I think animal fats are an important part of our diet. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the reason that we, the reason we use seed oils now is because we were using animal fats in our products and, you know, people created these vegetable oils and obviously it, you know, we, we like, oh, we can use these for, you know, you know like motor oil, but you know, we have the oil tycoons in the market anyway. So the next best thing is the food industry. And, you know, it was a lot more, it was a lot more, you could commodify it better than animal fats. And yeah. so then, you know, we transitioned away from animal fats to vegetable oils. And over time, as you know, the industrialization process kind of fucks with everything. It fucks with the oils. And so we're just integrating that. McDonald's used to cook their fries in beef tallow. Now they don't. I didn't even know that. Yeah, they did. It's probably cheaper to cook it in whatever they cook it in now. Yeah, I and that that's another thing I wondered about. Like, what is the like, what would be the cost difference if we just went if we kind of did away with the vegetable oils and we went with more healthy oils? Like, it doesn't even have to be animal fats. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, it, it's probably because I know I know Chick Fil A cooks all their their stuff in peanut oil. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know. I would know, like, yeah. I know that if you're going to get, like, the quality organic oils, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be a hike in the price. But if you're trying to source, you know, get a little bit better quality oil, it can't be that much of a price difference, like, at all. You know what I mean? And food is already so expensive nowadays anyways. Yeah. It, it, I think, I'm, I know I'm willing to pay extra money for, like, grass-fed like full raised ground beef 
word beef. And so I, and I know a, a lot of other people are willing to do that as well. So I think people would be willing to pay like an extra dollar or two at a restaurant just to have something that's not cooked in like seed oil. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if you live in like a city type area, there are certain apps and websites you can use to find restaurants that proclaim themselves to cook without seed oils. Like if you're in New York or in California, it would be easy, but it's kind of hard if you're like in Alabama or in North Carolina. Um, but, you know, one day it would be awesome to have a place where people could come and eat and, you know, they don't have to worry about what's in their food and, and whatnot. But even even the, the certified organic grass-fed steak or grass-fed beef, those cows have to have a grass-fed diet, I think, for the last 30 days before they're, they're you know, going through the, the process. And so, you know, before that, they weren't eating the grass. They were eating, like, the, the corn meal or whatever to get them fat. And so the best way to do it is getting local, you know, sourcing your food from local farmers. But obviously that comes with, you know, that comes at a higher expense. But the quality is so much better. And I noticed how some local products are cheaper than the organic foods that the stores will ship in. So like at my food co-op, we have shipped in sweet potatoes that are organic. And then we have local sweet potatoes that the farmer can't say they're organic because it didn't go through the USDA process and doesn't have to pay all the money, but they're probably organic. And and the difference was like a dollar difference and the, the local ones were cheaper. And the same can be said about other products. Like if you're going to the farmer's market, you might come across some stuff that is cheaper. There's a lady that does eggs, local eggs, like 30 minutes up the road. She brings them to the co-op. 18 eggs is like six bucks and some change. And you can't even, you know, if you want the, the pasture raised eggs from Whole Foods in a dozen, it's like seven bucks at least. Yeah. At Publix, 18 large eggs is $8 and some change. So it's like, and then Piggly Wiggly is like five. So it's like, or four and some change. And it's like, obviously I want the cheaper stuff. Yeah. So like, yeah. And I, I think it's like you said, with the oils and like the industrial purposes, like, like you said, with the oil tycoons, like, like in, in the animal fats, it's the same thing, like what they did with sugar back in the fifties and sixties where the sugar, the, companies producing sugar products paid scientists to say that saturated fat and cholesterol is bad for you and that sugar is actually good for you and should be ingested and so that's how you get got the war on animal fats and eggs and cholesterol and red meat that's how that all started and that's how sugar became the next great american staple yeah, and then the sugar went from like the raw like cane sugar to the bleached, you know, processed sugar with the fake sugars too, like Splenda and Sweet and Low. Like, oh man, that you know, really sad, really sad to see. But um, if you had, while we wrap up, if you had one thing that you could tell everybody, you have one message you could share with the world, what would it be? one message to share with the world be yourself don't don't apologize for it like if people don't like you that's their problem like be yourself and stand up for what you believe in like especially for now our generation like you know everybody's got the mob mentality and the group thing going on and so if you're able to think for yourself and stand firm on like what you believe in, um, you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. You'll go, you'll go farther than the people chanting in the back of the room. That's powerful, man. There's lots of beauty in embracing your uniqueness. 
yeah god gave you all the qualities to be you and you know like you like we were saying with the frat boys you know a lot of people like to fit in because it's comfortable and you don't get yeah. judged people will judge you for being yourself but you know fuck them man exactly exactly just it's a great message yeah be yourself don't be apologetic about it awesome man well thank you so much for coming on the show i really enjoyed recording this one man that that hour completely flew by at least for me yeah it went went by real fast yeah Yeah, i had a lot of fun me too man i hope to, to get you back on soon yeah for sure i'd love to awesome bro peace out see you dog